my name's Hooper and I'm here with Kuth and today me and Josh are going to be talking about body image and how it affects us and all of that fun stuff. Hi Josh! Oh, such a fun topic to talk about. Hi, I didn't introduce myself. I'm Josh. Hi. <laughs> Hello Josh. So, getting into the good stuff. Oh. So, what do you think is the biggest issue faced by young people in like in relation to body image? I think it's because of social standards and there's a really good like connection to this of how girls would read a magazine and then it will be like you need to be skinnier you need to have a, a bigger waist you need to be this you need to have this and it's just an endless cycle of buying of buying like a magazine about body image telling you you need to be this and then listening to a song for comfort then buying a magazine again it's just a massive cycle I think social media is a massive massive thing at the moment and especially yeah. with, I don't know if you see the trend going around Instagram called five minute difference or something like that five second difference and it's the difference between when people post on Instagram you you pose you always pose when you're taking a photo yeah stand up straighter you suck in you smile a bit brighter you position your arms so you're hiding a certain aspect of your body so when it's on Instagram it's that perfect picture that you've tried five times to take yeah but when you actually look at yourself in person you look nothing like that because you don't walk around like, and I'll pose for the hair, and I'll pose for that man that's walking past with his dog. Like you don't do that. No, it's it's all just it's all just fake, really. Because but people post Instagram to try and like, I, I do this quite a bit. I'm quite guilty of this. Of when I do post a picture, I am glued to my screen of looking for likes and people yeah. appreciating it. Because then, if it doesn't, then because of everything, it'll just be like, take the pictures off. You look ugly. Just 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 done yeah. just done you kind of relate your worth to the amount of likes that people get but so many people forget that it it, it could be to do with maybe it's just the time of day that you posted it maybe it's yeah. just no one else is on instagram maybe there was a social media blackout yeah it's very tricky social media has a lot of different anchors on people's mental health and body image than i think a lot of people realize i know a couple of people who will in one day like take like over 100 photos of like themselves in a mirror and we'll just not use any of them because it's not the perfect photo it's not the right not the right lighting not the right pose not the right filter just stuff like that so have you ever experienced poor mental health and if you have do you think it is potentially related to body image and the pressures that society have given us surrounding how we should look essentially uh yeah actually yeah i'm still not like perfect but i am better than i was but throughout like year 10 and 11 that was really the years where it hit harder for me and this is genuinely true i couldn't look at myself in a mirror that i have like a bathroom mirror and i've like it opened the doors i had to open them all the time because i didn't like the way i looked like there was always something i noticed about me and i'd just be like you ugly mug just don't look at yourself and every time I walk past the mirror, I'd just be like, oh, this is not good. And they'd just be like, it's just the same cycle, yeah. Yeah, I went through a period where I was feeling very low of myself and I posted a picture on Instagram once and I had like a collarbone out and that got a lot yeah. of likes and that led to the thought of skin equals likes, likes equal worth kind of thing. And yeah. That opened a whole different tin of fish. And it was getting to the point that I was objectifying myself <laughs> based on what attention other people were giving on me for what I posted. Yeah. It oh, God, I had a bad voice crack there. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, but like, yeah, 
it's like a it's a very weird feeling of getting like likes on a post because it's almost like serotonin just makes you like I wouldn't say happier in a sense but gives you something I don't think it was until January or February last year I did a photo shoot in Hull with them um, with a company it was not in our community actually and they took just a headshot of me and I was just smiling away and I posted it on Instagram and that got the most likes I've ever had and like, I was fully clothed had my little autumn scarf on or the trees in the background and since that photo got the most likes I was just like Nah, I'll do what I want to do kind of thing. Yeah. For me, it was when I was wearing hoodies. So in every photo since then, I still haven't bro- broken out of it of just, I have to wear a hoodie. Yeah. We get ourselves into these little silly trends. Yeah. Yeah. And like a thing for me though is, is that like, even like as it was talking about the perfect photo yeah. of how filters as well, they're not really the best thing. It's subliminal. Like it, you don't notice it at first, but even like a normal filter, like a Snapchat camera, even like just a slight bit of like grayscaling or like making it uh, like an 80s vibe or like whiten your teeth, like remove your spots and it'll remove all those like imperfections. Mm. I, I say imperfections very like loosely but then when you look at yourself in the mirror and it just makes you very self-conscious and it's it's not really you on the camera it's what the it's what basically uh society's standards is on the, that camera it's not you yeah. it's not natural it was getting to the point the other day where i thought um oh i'm gonna post a picture on instagram I keep coming back to instagram um <laughs> And I was just looking through my camera roll and I could not find a photo where I wasn't using a filter. Yes, yeah, um and it just kind of hits home a bit, doesn't it? We think, oh my God. Yeah. But like the reason like we have filters is we see them all with like influencers and celebrities who admittedly do edit a lot of their posts so they, you know, they they look right. So they have the ideal body and be like, oh. Yeah. And all their fans will be like, oh, yes, that is what I need. And uh, yeah, it just sucks, really, because it's just an endless cycle of just uh, feeling bad about yourself, taking a picture, feeling good about yourself, not liking the photo, finding out imperfections, looking at yourself in the mirror, and then it just this endless yeah. cycle of just being, oh, I'm happy about this. No, I'm not. I'm actually quite sad. I don't know if you've ever tried Photoshopping, but my goodness, is it a downward spiral? And you think, oh, I'm just going to get rid of that toothbrush in the background. And then you think, oh, I've just got a stray hair there. I'm just going to get rid of that one. Oh, my teeth look a bit yellow. I'm just going to get rid of that. Oh, I've got a spot. I'm just going to get rid of that. And next thing you know, you've just got this blank canvas that you've created. And you're like, yeah, perfect. But because you've created this version of yourself, every time you take another picture, you think, oh, I'm just going to change that. I'm just going to change that. I'm just going to change that. And before you know it, you've just done it again. Admittedly, I have tried photoshopping one of my photos. But I am very bad at photoshopping, so I gave up instantly. And it's a spiral that I have not gone down, and I'm glad I haven't because of my just lack of editing skills. <laughs> I think the only thing I'm actually good at photoshopping is memes. I can do a good <laughs> meme every now and again, but that's yeah. my extent of skill. Okay. I love a good may may. So you were saying you felt bad in terms of your mental health regarding your body image. Did you ever seek help for it at all? Um, I funnily enough, the first week of not like the two weeks before lockdown started, then to like the end of April, I got a lot of counselling, and then they, they were like, "Yeah, you you're good, you you can go now." And I was like, "Oh, right, okay then." Oh, cheers, mate. Uh, thank you, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then. Like, it has helped a bit. I, w- I won't, like, say, oh, I won't come on and say, no, nah, it's not worth it. Don't. Because I will say it did help me quite a lot. And it made me realise a lot of the stuff that I was thinking. It wasn't true. It was just my brain making it up. But, like, one thing that, like, developed from it is, like, of, like, making myself think that I'm happy when at times I'm really not. Like, I could go for, like, weeks and just feel, like, absolutely yeah. down. 
but I'll feel bad about being down and feel like real angry because it's like, no, I'm happy. I'm I'm right now because I've been there. And it's like, you don't get right in, instantly after. There's going to be like a lot of time before you feel like, okay, yeah, I'm actually okay now. And I just assumed that straight after it was going to be sunshines and rainbows. But but yeah, I do recommend if you are feeling bad about anything or have like a bit of a, if you think you have a bit of poor mental health, just seek help. I, I know it sounds like a big task, but what about you? How was your mental health? I actually used to have an eating disorder when I was younger. I suffered with anorexia and bulimia for a year and a half. Mm. Thankfully, I was in a mental health hospital at the time for other mental health reasons. But because I was in there, my eating disorders never got too bad. I was a very, very poorly person. And I think I received I received therapy. I can't remember what type of therapy it was. I think it was um, CBT, Cognitive Behavioural Therapy. Mm. Because I was so dead set on, I have to be this. And if I'm not this the whole world is going to crumble around me. Yeah. Eventually, it was just it, it was just a time thing. I eventually developed a healthier relationship with food. I've still got my struggles with food, don't get me wrong, but I'm nowhere near as bad as I used to be. Fingers crossed, I'm never going to be back in that dark space again. I've actually gone through periods. I wouldn't say I've had eating disorder. I wouldn't class this as an eating disorder, but I have, you know, had thoughts of just going, what if I just didn't eat? Will I just become skinnier? And then obviously I've gone, that I've said that to a friend and they're like, Josh, no, that's not how it works. Don't do that. And I'm like, oh, okay then. It's always like in the back of my mind, but I know if, once yeah. I start doing it, I, I wouldn't stop. I couldn't stop. A lot of people personalise their eating disorders. I'd say that's the wrong word for it, but they give them names because it's not them. It's a separate thing that's consuming them. Yeah. And they, don't, they don't want it to, but they can't help it. It's a difficult situation to be in, and it's a very horrible situation to be in. But there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, that, that is the main thing, is that there's even when you don't see the light, it's always there. Even when you feel like there's nothing there that you the world's crumbling apart, there's always there someone to hold out their hand, whether that be a friend, a therapist, a family member, a parent or guardian. Just talking helps. Like listening to a mate helps. If there's no light at the end of the tunnel, just crack a glow stick and find it yourself. That's a good analogy. <laughs> so if you could change anything in like today's society in regards to body image, what do you think you would change if you could? <clears throat> The stigma around being skinnier is healthy because I'm not going to lie, me, myself, I'm not the skinniest guy, but I would consider myself quite healthy because I have a balanced diet. I don't eat too much of that, too much of this. Like people always think that like the stigma around, I need to be like buff, like the world's strongest man. But even that, like, again, that's an eating disorder and I have to be really, really skinny. You know, no one, like I can't have like one bit of fat on me. And it's like, you need it. You need, and it's gonna, it's gonna eventually kill you if you don't eat right. But it's like the stigma around it is skinnier is better. And that's why I changed just getting getting rid of that that solves so many problems flipping the spectrum a bit i hate like the current fat phobia we have people are terrified of being a bit bigger and they're <laughs> terrified of using the word fat i know some people that are fat and when they've described themselves as fat so many people have gone no no you're not you're beautiful but that's not what we were saying yeah it's, it's like 
beautiful we're saying we are fat it's a descriptive word yeah so many people have attached negative connotations to it but it's not yeah and it's just like when you try to like i've had this before like not to drag any of my friends down because i love them a lot but it's when i go oh yeah i'm fat. like oh no no josh no josh you're not fat and i'm like no but seriously i am no 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 you're not you're beautiful the way you are i know (laughs) but i am and then they'll just get to a point where it's like, why Why are you saying this? Like, are you feeling all right? Yeah, I'm feeling fine. And then it's like, there's no need to get defensive about it. And it's like, I'm not getting defensive. Just on the topic of that as well, I hate it when like, I'm not one of those people like where it's like, oh, you can't call yourself fat if you're skinny. But I have known people who are like stick thing and they go, oh, I'm, 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 I'm fat. And I'm there like, uh well i know a lot of people when they say that they mean it towards themselves but if they say it in the presence of someone that is genuinely bigger than them not only does it take their own mental health down but it takes down the mental health of other people that are stood around them thinking what if you think you're fat what am i yeah exactly it's even like oh that's happened to me before of like when someone's like i'm really fat like i'm really obese and i'm stood next to them i'm I'm like yeah, what am I then? And then they're like, oh, no, no, Josh, you're... Yeah, and then, oh, no, 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 you're not fat. And I'm just like... If you're going to say it, just just, just don't say it around me, please. I'm, I'm fine. I just need to... Uh, I'm going to go in the corner now and just just think about it. <laughs> just contemplate everything that's just happening. It, yeah. <laughs> just, 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 give me, just give me a minute. It's fine. <laughs> Let me just process what has just occurred. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's a lot of negative connotations around words there shouldn't be negative connotations around think a little bit more about what we're saying and who we're saying it around if that makes sense like be careful of your surroundings it's just the odd throwaway comment that means the most people if that makes sense it's the thing you say off hmm. the fly that you never intended for anyone here or to hurt anyone but it's always that one that hurts everyone yeah there's greater words in the english language to describe how you're feeling regarding yourself i'm feeling very bloated today i'm feeling a bit heavy today because there is a difference between feeling bloated and feeling heavy if that makes sense your body can feel very heavy if you're very tired and you can feel very bloated if you've had something wrong to eat if that makes sense there's a lot of different ways to describe it but a a lot of people are just clicking to that one phrase that we know nowadays it's 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 always a thing it's one of the first things people come at if you've got like a grudge towards someone the first thing that always gets mentioned is body weight or appearance like I know so many people that struggle with acne. Everyone does in the teenagers. Everyone struggles with spots. It just happens. Everyone gets spots. But so many people, if someone's got a grudge against them, straight away gone like, oi, spotty. Straight up. Why is there a need to make it personal? If you've got an issue with the way someone's talking, talk to them about how they're talking. Don't drag personal into the situation because it's just not necessary. So I play a lot of video games. Right. And I know that's just like a breeding ground for negative comments. But oh, it's God. always a pet hate of mine because people, I get it if you're shouting at someone because, oh, you missed a shot. Oh, you can't play Call of Duty, whatever. But as soon as they start saying, oh, I bet you're fat. Oh, I bet, yeah. you're, oh, I bet you're this and that. There's no need to bring in physical and personal attributes. Yeah, it, when people have like insulted me before, like this is also in my game and in real life of how I've not done anything in my way. I have just spoke, but they won't comment on the way I speak. They'll either comment on my weight or my height. One thing I'm really insecure about is my height, and I know I can't, and I know that's really, um, I guess, 
uh, hypocritical because I am six foot six and everyone's like, oh, tall is good, you know? Oh, like, why are you insecure about it? And it's like, I'm more like, I, I wouldn't say obvious, but I guess people would like first notice me in the crowd. And if they didn't like me, then th- I'll be the one to get it. And I just don't like being so tall, like just sticking out in a crowd. I'd rather much like be shorter so I could uh, not blend in, but like not be as obvious. If you could tell a young person anything regarding body image and how we view ourselves what would you say to them what advice would you give especially if they're struggling with body image themselves the advice i give is don't listen to the internet the internet is a bunch of pixels and i'd say just reach out for help because that is the best thing to do but it's also like not relying on the internet to validate you because I've had that before where I've just, oh, this is even par from me. But I've personally messaged someone saying, hey, you didn't like my photo, um, can you? And and the lure that that is, like, I look back on that now and think, what was I doing? But I did it in the moment because I needed validation. And it's just like the crave for attention. Not attention seeking, but like the crave for attention and the crave for likes. So then, yeah, that's the advice I ever give. What advice would you give, Pippa? I'd probably give... I've been thinking about this. <laughs> it's just gone now that you... <laughs> um, social media isn't everything. Mm. Social media is fake. People only show on social media what they want to show. They don't show the ins and outs of everyday life. And if you do find yourself struggling severely with body image to the point that it is consuming your everyday life, then please go get some help because it's not healthy body image and how you see yourself shouldn't should not be consuming you and I also think a lot of people should be aware of the signs of eating disorders because it is so prominent so you just need to keep an eye out for your friends if you see anybody skipping any meals if you see anybody really anxious to talk about food or the opposite if you see them obsessing over food if you see them exercising constantly, if you see drastic changes in weight, drastic, drastic gains or losses in weight, just keep eyes out on your mates. It's a difficult time for all of us. Everyone's, everyone struggles. It's just about helping yeah. everyone out, making sure everybody's okay. And also making sure you're okay as well because you're your main priority always. Yeah, helping out others is one thing, but the main thing is to help yourself. Yeah. And people will, even like bad men, help people like, oh no, I'm being selfish. I don't want to help myself out. At the end of the day, it's only going to be you that saves yourself. So always exactly. put yourself first. Always put yourself first. You're more important than those exams. You're more important than showing up to school on time. You're more important than showing up to whatever event that you've planned with your mates. If you need to take a break, take a break. Because it is not worth breaking yourself for, if that makes sense. Yeah. Good mental health. Woo woo. Hey. So is there is there anything you wish you knew about body image and social media and anything like that? Is there anything you wish you knew sooner? I think I think I'd just say that okay to the way you are. The only person who judges you the most is yourself. And if anyone else is judging you, then they're wrong. They're just probably going through it as well. Like you're your own biggest critic, and that's why I'd say. Mm-hmm. And people will only try to get you down if you're already above them. So they don't let yes. people affect you at all. Linking on from that, have you heard of a little thing called Couth? Couth uh, is a 
um, website of an anonymous blog for chatters for teens to um, basically give their basically give a problem and then other teens and it's all anonymous will try and help them and uh, better themselves. Kuth also offers a daily journal and mood tracker, which I think is really, really good, especially if you think you're struggling with mental health. I think it's really good because you can look back on how you're feeling. I struggle with mental health and I really struggle to, when I see my therapist and she says, oh, Pippa, how, how have you been feeling this past week? And I have got no clue. I can't remember what I had for breakfast yesterday let alone how I was feeling last Wednesday. So being able to look back on this daily journal and, oh, I was feeling like this today and this really troubled me and I can see that this is my most prominent emotion. I think that's really, really helpful. And via Cooth, you can also access trained counsellors as well. So if you genuinely need some help or you just want someone to talk to, counsellors will just listen and... It is such a good resource for you to use and I 100% recommend it. Even if you don't think you need a counsellor, just just have a look, see what it's got to offer. Yeah. You might make a new mate on a question <clears throat> it, it doesn't, it helps to try because some people will just not do it at all and be like, oh, this is not going to work and why would I even try? Yeah. But I'd say even like, even if you even if you think you have good mental health, just even trying it is just going to help you out so much. Like you could learn a lot more about yourself than you previously knew. And you never know, you might log on to Cooth, not really want to use it, but you might meet someone in the future who could really benefit from it. And you can say, oh, I listened to this amazing podcast that told me about this amazing website. Let me show you it. And there you go. Hey, presto. That is is just how it works. I've been Josh. Um, I'm here with Pippa. I know I haven't asked most of the questions, but you know what i've had fun talking and you know even like even talking about it now is actually quite benefited a lot i feel good about myself i hope you have enjoyed listening to it and actually have thought more about your body image yourself while listening to this and now can go on to either coof or even like taking a break from social media uh, just to help you out a little bit and i hope we've managed to help you with that so that's a, a goodbye from me thank you ever so much for listening <laughs> It's been ace being able to talk about this with Josh and just getting to discuss all these things that need discussing about and no one ever really does. So, yes. yeah, look after yourselves. Be good. Woo! Woo!